Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Talkin' Schmidt. Uh, This is actually officially my very first episode because um, the first one that I uh, uh, that I posted was just the trailer. So this is actually the first one where I have a guest. And today's guest, I am very pleased to say, is my best friend, Chloe Kubrick. And um, she is here to talk to me today about what we've learned this past year throughout COVID. Like, so some of the COVID lessons we've learned and what we both took away from this past, like, I guess it's been two years though now, right? So like, yeah, anyway, I just want to introduce my best friend Chloe on here and we're both uh, really excited. Hi, I'm Chloe. Um, I'm very excited to be here today. Hannah is honestly like my best friend in the whole world. I'm so excited to be a guest on her podcast to talk about this topic especially because I feel like it's honestly very interesting. We've never gone through something like this before. So I'm excited to just share like my experience with everything we've learned and yeah let's get into it the first thing that we're gonna talk about is okay Chloe I don't know about you but family and friends let's talk about family and friends here because I honestly would take so like so much advantage of my friends my family like even even my boyfriend like I would just take so much advantage of seeing them all the time and be like oh whatever like it's not like I'm never gonna see them and then once the pandemic hit and we couldn't see people um I was depressed yeah honestly I think that's one of the biggest lessons I learned too is just not to take anything for granted um obviously when everything first happened with COVID when it was honestly just like a new thing it was only um it wasn't even in our country yet. I mean, there was probably cases, but no one knew. Um, I feel like everyone kind of just thought it was going to be a two-week thing or even just like a couple weeks off school. Um, and then once it really started like hitting Canada specifically, I think that's when everyone kind of realized like, whoa, you know what? Like we are actually going to have to take a break, like just put the world on pause for a second and really just like stick with our family. Not that like that's a bad thing. Obviously, everyone has different situations. I'm very lucky. I have a really amazing support system and my family is so important to me. But honestly, like I just really realized how much I take even just like going to class and socializing with the random people for granted. Right. Because like honestly, like I love my friends. I love my family. But just any kind of social contact was taken away from us. And that was really, really hard because, Hannah, I know you and I are both extroverts, right? Like, completely. Like, Chloe and I, um, if you guys, like, whoever's listening (laughs) that knows us, you guys know how outgoing we are. Like, so for the extroverted people, it was, I mean, it was hard because we love to socialize with people and Chloe and I, like, we hang out with the same people. Like, we always like to hang out with different kinds of people. And um, so it was was hard to not be able to do that. And then just being able to only see each other through, like, from a couple meters apart or, like, over FaceTime and, like, calling each other and stuff. You know, it just, 
it just sucked. And then in the moment you you realize, oh my gosh, I am desperate to get back to normal and actually socialize. Like, like Chloe said, like even going to class, like you even miss going to like university or college classes and before you would like dread it, but then you actually miss doing that kind of stuff. And, um, even just the little things like going grocery shopping normally, like, oh my gosh, we had to line up outside of the grocery mm-hmm. store. It was ridiculous. So, I mean, luckily now things have changed quite a bit. Obviously, it's probably not going to go back to normal. Gosh, like, I don't know, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, family and friends are super important, right? One big thing that I kind of had to cope with that I honestly think is like super interesting to talk about is the fact that like, different people like different people's personality types coped different differently with COVID if that makes sense so for example to add on yeah we are very extroverted people maybe people that were introverted kind of had an easy I'm not saying they had an easier time but maybe like the transition from always being around people to kind of being on their own and in their own space was maybe even like beneficial to them maybe they enjoyed it a bit more I know I have one friend in particular who's super introverted and she doesn't like it's not that she doesn't like socializing but she really loves her alone time and for me like I'm different like I thrive around other people and I've heard that extroverted people like gain their energy through socializing and my friend who's super introverted she said that like when the world went into lockdown she was like wow this is amazing like I don't have to go out and like spend so much energy talking to so many different people every single day I can kind of just be in my own bubble and enjoy my time alone and kind of like take advantage of this time by myself and I found it super hard to do that at first honestly and like it was a big lesson for me because in the days where like we first went into lockdown I actually felt so depressed I felt like hopeless I was like I don't like being alone I I like to be around my friends I like to be around my boyfriend I like talking to people all the time so I would always try to like FaceTime and call everyone and like that's great and everything and like we're so lucky to have those resources but I think a big thing that I really gained from COVID and the whole experience is that like it's okay to be alone. And honestly, it's great to be alone. You can reflect on yourself. You can learn so much about your own personality. You can learn about what you like, what you don't like when you're literally just in your room with your own thoughts. So like, that's one thing that I really, really enjoyed was kind of like getting to know myself better and kind of learning to love my alone time. And it's not to say that I don't love being around other people still, because I definitely do. But at the same time, like, being in my room alone now isn't boring for me. It's like, actually, I look forward to it now. You know what I mean? That's actually, that's a really good point, Chloe, because, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know we said that we're both extroverts, but if anything, and I'm not going to say we're introverts now, not by any means, but it gave us time. Um, like if we're, if we're talking about the positives out of, you know, lockdown and everything, it gave us time to get familiar with ourselves and, and be comfortable with just being alone because, I'm like same as you Chloe like I actually look forward to being alone now like I actually don't even mind because I can just do my own thing like I I I can edit something I can literally think of podcast ideas like I don't even know like I can just do stuff totally on my own watch Netflix shows and I didn't spend that much time by myself um before because I'd always constantly feel like I'd have to socialize which you totally don't need to um but yeah, anyway, I honestly think I'm, you know, I'm super happy and I feel like everyone's kind of found 
this sounds kind of cheesy, but like maybe found themselves a bit um, throughout the pandemic, I think. So yeah. And actually, okay, this leads me to my next point, Chloe, because I know we both have a lot to talk about on this topic and it's mental, mental health because there's, oh gosh, I mean, I'm not going to give too much away here, but, um, you know, we both have, um, our own issues and honestly, probably everyone has some sort of issue that they're dealing with and COVID amplified that for a lot of people, don't you think? For sure. So like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like I have anxiety. I've struggled it with, sorry, I've struggled with it for so many years. Um, and honestly, I feel like this is an interesting take because for a lot of my friends, they told me that they're Um, mental health issues got heightened with COVID and for me personally it was the opposite which I'm super thankful for and like I feel like that's where you and I differ like I had a very hard time um, initially like I said I felt very depressed not being able to see my friends Uh, but through kind of finding my own uh, I don't know time alone more exciting and through kind of just having a lot of time to sit with myself and really dig deeper and like think what makes me anxious like What is it that I could do for myself in this time where we're literally locked down that could improve my mental health? And so for me, like one day I remember I literally just decided to stop being sad about it. Like I know it sounds easier said than done, but I was like, okay, I've dwelled in my room for so many days about how crappy it is that we can't see anyone but like what am I going to do about it now because this isn't going to change anytime soon this is going to become our new reality for a little bit so I have to find ways to cope and so through finding ways to cope which I can get into a little more later if you want I really feel like I improved my own mental health and yeah like do you do you relate or was your experience a little bit different first of all you and I can definitely have a whole other podcast episode (laughs) just on coping mechanisms um and especially you because you're really good at giving me advice about that kind of thing so I know we'd have a lot to say and that's definitely something we should do now as far as um yeah okay so there were some definitely very hard times throughout COVID and you know like struggling with body image issues anxiety even like some a bit of depression because, um, I, you know, I, I would be alone in my room and I would be thinking to myself, Oh, like I, I would get myself into a bad mood because I'd be thinking, God, this sucks. I can't even, I can't even see my boyfriend. I can't even see my best friend. Life sucks. Everything sucks. Like, (laughs) like I hate this so much. And I, I would put myself in such a horrible mood. And then, and then, you know, I, I would talk to you, Chloe, or like, I don't know, or Terrell or like my mom about it more. And then they, you'd help me get into a more positive attitude. And in the end, it's like, you can't kick yourself while you're down sort of thing. Right. Cause that's not going to help the situation. Everyone's going through it too. At the same time, it's not like one person is going through a pandemic. Like, no, it's the whole world. So it, you know, everyone kind of relates. Um, but yeah, so Chloe, when did you kind of have that point where you were, you kind of knocked yourself out of it a bit? You were like, hey, you know, I have to, I have to wake up from this like really bad mental state and start to be more positive. When did that um, happen for you? Um, I think it happened if I can remember properly. I'm going to guess that it happened. I feel like maybe like the 
third week into the lockdown, like the first initial lockdown, because when everyone was talking about a lockdown, I was kind of like, I didn't even really knew what that, or I didn't really know what that entailed. Like I was like, okay, yeah, like we can't see like big groups of people, but I didn't know it was going to be one of those things where like you actually can't even leave your home and like you can't even see one person unless you're social distanced and stuff. So, um, I think it was probably like two or three weeks in, I had been really struggling I remember I was like calling Sierra, like one of our really good friends every single night and we would just literally be so negative and talk about how horrible it was. Hannah, I remember I did that with you too. We would literally just cry on the phone and be like, what what the heck are we going to do? Like, this is so sad. And so then like one day I was kind of like, you know what? There is really nothing I can do to change this. Like I can't take away COVID. So what I can do is make myself happier and I know that the one thing that doesn't help when you're upset is dwelling on your sadness. Like that is just not the way to go about it. Like, yes, of course, you have to give yourself time to be upset and let yourself be upset, especially when there's like this pandemic that's going on that we have never experienced before. But yeah, so I think like one day I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to start journaling. And Hannah, I know you journal too. It's a really, really great way to kind of like organize your thoughts. I find that sometimes I get like clustered in my own thoughts and ideas. So like when I journaled, I would kind of write down like, okay, what can I do throughout this week to look forward or what are things that I could look forward to or what are things that I could do to make myself feel better? And so some of those things were like, scheduled FaceTimes with either like my boyfriend or my friends some of those things involve just me like going on walks on my own and I know Hannah you and I love walks so that was good um and then other things like for example even just like looking forward to like cooking or like doing something new with my mom maybe like trying a new workout stuff like that and honestly like I kind of just made those things things to look forward to with or can I talk (laughs) look forward to throughout my week and I kind of just made those a highlight of my week and I would just when I'm upset think about okay well at least I have this FaceTime later that's okay at least I can I don't know do this with my mom later or go on this walk and listen to music so even like just taking baths honestly (laughs) those are so therapeutic for me so yeah just things like that and that's great because um you found stuff that like made you happy in the moment and that helped your mental state and I feel like a lot of people did the most random stuff that they never would have done before the pandemic like for example me and my sister haven't gone bike riding in a hot minute like we have not gone bike riding since probably I was like 14 or something crazy and guess what I was so bored one day in lockdown I was like you know what let's go bike riding we went for two hours like I would have never honestly if I'm being honest I don't I probably wouldn't have done that um and then I know like Terrell's friends did that too like they would go on bike rides like intense bike rides for hours I'm like good for you guys because it was something to do um but yeah so anyway we were talking about like facetiming and being able to talk on the phone so I think a huge part of the pandemic was how everything was taken to online. So like work, socializing, meetings, um, basically absolutely everything, like even like telehealth, like everything was done. Like you couldn't really even go to into your doctor's office. Um, so how did technology help you? And then how would you say it kind of impacted you maybe also negatively too because there's both sides of the spectrum yeah totally honestly like this is something that is really crazy to think about so I think the positive ways that like technology kind of came into play 
was obviously being able to communicate like (laughs) my dad would always say this to me when I was upset he's like well in the war like no one had this stuff (laughs) like they didn't have the technology we have now which is so true honestly like think about it like we are very lucky that in this happened in what 2019 2020 like we have all the resources to communicate with people on the phone or online or whatever so obviously like FaceTime texting group chats even like those like game pigeon games that we would play like all those things kind of kept us connected obviously that was really good because if we didn't have that we'd feel even more lonely but I think some of the negative impacts that technology had was obviously just like, I don't know, even like toxic things on TikTok, toxic things on Instagram. For example, I remember there was like this one week where I was on TikTok and like, I don't know what was up with my For You page, but like everything was just so negative on there. Like it was either like videos of people like exposing other people, videos of like, super toxic diet culture just stuff like that that was just so like dark and depressing and I have no idea why that was on my for you page but I swear like the first few weeks of COVID that was like on everyone's page and everyone was just like this is so bad for our mental health and so honestly like yes technology can be a great thing but like be careful about what you are consuming online because those without like you might think oh no like this is just like not true but at the end of the day what you watch what you consume consumes your mind and it becomes the way that you think and so I found when I was repeatedly watching like without obviously like knowing even just like scrolling on my for you page when I was watching these toxic things like those ended up being kind of like what I would think about like those ideas and those I don't know, just toxic things. Honestly, I know I keep saying that, but there's no better word to describe it than just toxic. And so my mind became toxic. And obviously I was sad because of what I was consuming. So yeah, definitely be careful about how you spend your time online. It can be a great thing, but like also very detrimental for your mental health. And I'm going to add to that quote like too, because um, you basically covered everything that I was going to say because I was, I'm literally thinking the exact same way. It's totally true about how and what you consume because um, and I, I feel like I'm going to sound old saying this, but the younger, like younger generations are getting phones earlier and earlier and earlier. And they're starting to consume this fake sort of social media and toxic social media, not to say that social media is toxic or anything. Like I love social media. We, we all love it out here, but I'm saying that there are definitely aspects that you have to watch out for. And so the younger generation definitely needs to be careful. Even, even our age, we're like 21, 22 years old. Um, it honestly negatively impacted me because I have, um, you know, I have body image issues. I used to have an eating disorder. So, you know, seeing all of these, like when you have nothing else better to do in lockdown, what are you going to do? You're going to go through TikTok, Instagram, whatever. You're going to see all these people and you're going to consume that and then you're going to you know you might compare yourself and it it really honestly it it's very detrimental like it's it has that um that kind of negative impact on you and then you you may think oh why don't I look like that or what should I do to look like that and then it can kind of lead you down um a not so good path but uh, then again, technology has offered us a whole lot of great things, though, too. So there's definitely both sides um, of the advantages and disadvantages of technology throughout COVID. But yeah, overall, it's just it's good to make sure that you're consuming everything 
that's appropriate. What I would say about that is just make sure that what you're consuming online kind of like sits right with your moral compass, if that makes sense. Um, You know, if you're seeing all these like really toxic TikToks or just compare, you find yourself comparing yourself, like you said, well, think, what am I doing that's good for myself? Like, am I being a good person? Am I being a healthy person? Am I doing things that are good for my body? Or am I making sure that I'm okay mentally and physically? And if all those things are yes, then you should be watching stuff that encourages you to do that rather than encouraging you to like question, am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I, do I look this way? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, for example, like if you're watching TikTok and I know there's like some really great accounts that kind of give you um, inspirational like quotes. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but like sometimes I'll just come across these guys in, the, in like their cars and they just speak the truth. They're just like, you are amazing. Like you're doing great. Like keep up. Like those things, honestly, as silly as it sounds, those can really uplift you. But then if you're watching a TikTok, that's kind of just super like, I don't know, like um, what you can do to look this way or like, oh, like I don't even know, just toss toxic videos like talking badly about other people make sure that what you're watching is going to make you feel good and kind of inspire you to do better rather than compare yourself or make you feel like you're not worthy enough because realistically I don't know it's such it's such a truth to like say that everything online isn't real like there is real stuff and then there is not real stuff and sometimes it's a very fine line to understand what you're actually consuming and seeing if that is actually reality or if you're just creating a unrealistic standard for yourself in terms of like what you're achieving. I know sometimes people make these videos like I got up at five in the morning and I went for a workout and then I got this done and I cleaned my entire house and I contacted everyone I know and I got so much work done. And it's like sometimes like that's just not going to be you and that's okay. You know what I mean? No, please. You're talking to the right person because I'm the person that compares themselves to other people. And I will admit that, like, honestly, guys, that is something I still am working on. And it's pretty rich coming from me to say, like, you absolutely should not compare yourself because, like, hey, I still have to work on that myself, too. But it's so true. Like, you know, if (laughs) people are posting, um, for example, a video or Instagram reel, TikTok of them being like, I woke up at six and I had this foam coffee or the whipped coffee. And um, I ha- I made myself like this gourmet breakfast. I'm like, okay, hon, maybe you just did that for the one day this to make I'm the saying, TikTok, like, yeah. you know, so doesn't mean that their everyday lives look like that. Like, please. Social media is such a highlight reel. And like, yeah, it's great. Like everyone likes posting their stuff on Instagram and TikTok. Like that's all fine and dandy. But like no one is going to post when they like literally sat in their bed all day, accomplished nothing and just like ate ice cream all day. And like, hey, like everyone has those days. It's fine. But when you're in like quarantine and you're already feeling super unproductive because there's nothing to do and you're seeing these people that obviously are trying to get views and there's nothing wrong with that. Like everyone wants to get views. Everyone wants to feel appreciated. But like they're not going to TikTok the days where they stay in bed. Like they are going to schedule in their TikTok so that they can make their whipped coffee and make their breakfast and show themselves doing their exercise. Who knows if they even completed it, by the way, like they could literally be doing it for the TikTok. So yeah, just be careful with what you're consuming because like I said, the more you watch things, like the more you're going to think about them. And yeah, let me tell you, 
I don't know about you, Chloe, but were you awkward going kind of back to sort of normal? Because, you know, for the, for the past few weeks, we've been like going to some parties and like doing more social socializing things. And you know, you and I both would be like anxious going into these things beforehand because we haven't seen these people for so long. There may be like some bad memories with some people like, you know, it really depends. But I, I like uh, because I grew so um, uh, it, it felt so normal to just be by myself and like not see too many people and just kind of hang out with only like a certain amount of people and then being introduced to all these new people or people you haven't seen in so long like I'd get I'd get a bit anxious what what do you think um well I think the way that it kind of played out where like we could only like form a social bubble of 10 people for a while like I remember that was the first thing we could do we could pick a group of 10 people and naturally it'll probably be your closest friends and you guys hang out and that's it right and honestly I don't remember the timeline of how long that lasted until when we could expand that maybe like when we got vaccinated honestly which was not that was like pretty recently so um I think that was pretty good just because I got used to like seeing just my core people again before I could like go to these parties and like go to places where there's maybe like 15 to 20 people like honestly I think that was a good thing because we got used to socializing with the people that were most comfortable around first so like you know when we would have our girls nights and only see like our very close friends that felt completely normal to me like I obviously didn't see feel awkward to see you guys because I'm so used to you guys but I guess um when we were able to go and do more like social gatherings with larger groups I don't know like I I adjust well to situations like that because I don't know I'm a very like people person but I do understand what you're saying where like it can feel awkward especially if you haven't seen certain people people for a while but I don't know. Honestly, I hadn't I hadn't had too much trouble with that. What about you? I'd say I'm very much a people person too. I feel like because I've been super anxious around people, like especially in my past, I feel like in high school and before that even, so like even a little bit in college too. Um, I, I think COVID has really actually helped me grow as a person in general though too because I would get to know myself a whole lot more and again that sounds kind of cheesy but it's so true like I found these newfound hobbies that I I always wanted to pursue but I never did because I felt like I maybe I was too lazy or I felt like I didn't have time but um the, the pandemic allowed me to do that which was like start a YouTube channel like just as something on the side to do that's really fun and then obviously this podcast um and like you know that kind of thing I feel like people found a whole lot of different new hobbies um but you know when it comes to seeing certain people I would get anxious but then I was also super happy when um those those restrictions were lifted and you were able to get with more groups because I was like I was like hey I love the same people that I've been seeing but it's also so nice to like see other people though too that I'm still close with but I just wasn't able to see yeah and one thing that I actually want to talk about too is the fact that um everyone I feel like says this but it's so true the time alone that we had during COVID really taught me who my real friends are um, I feel like when you're alone and you don't get to see certain people for a while, you kind of get to reflect on who treats you nicely. Like, who do I feel like I can call and rely on with my mental health issues? Like, who do I feel like 
I miss a lot. And as like kind of like cutthroat as that sounds, I feel like it's really, really good to reflect on who you feel like you should keep in your life and who you feel like, hey, like there's no bad blood or anything, but maybe I just like don't connect with you as much. 100% could agree more. Um, That's so true because I, I feel like that goes for a lot, a lot of people. Like these past two years, it's really tested your relationships with absolutely everyone in your life. And if that doesn't say something, then I don't know what does, because, um, you know, if you can get through a pandemic together, I'm pretty sure you can get through anything. So, um, like, you know, uh, it's just, it's crazy. And yeah, of course there, there is probably a whole lot of up and downs between, between everything. And like, I don't know if you've heard this, Chloe, but like divorce, this sounds so bad, but divorce rates went like way up because couples were getting so sick of each other and then obviously the ones that stayed together are like end game I guess I don't know <laughs> no please but um it's just I yeah I guess it, it really tested relationships and I think that's something that's really amazing and obviously um n- not to say that it was it wasn't hard you know we've we all have had to get through it and it's been tough and communications sometimes would get you know all over the place but in the end, it's so true. Like, I've realized who the really special people are in my life. And I feel like I've even gotten closer to everyone because we've just, we've all been through this together, right? So it's kind of special in that sense. For sure. And like, I agree with you. If you can get through a pandemic with someone or friends, a boyfriend, whoever it may be, you can honestly get through anything. I feel like it was such a weird time for us all. We didn't know how to navigate anything. And yeah, I think it's a very important lesson to just like, I mean, not necessarily keep your circle small because like you and I, Hannah, we have a lot of friends. Like I wouldn't necessarily say we have a small circle because we don't have like one specific friend group. We kind of had friends from like different friend groups, which is obviously amazing, but like, at the end of the day, it's important to like, rather than keep your circle small necessarily, it's important to like know who your true friends are, know who you can count on at the end of the day if you're in trouble, know who you really relate with too because you know what? There's nothing wrong with just falling out of touch with certain people too. Like like I said, there doesn't need to be bad blood, but like when you have so much time to reflect, you kind of think like, man, who do I miss talking to? Like who can I talk about things with for hours? Like Hannah, you and I could literally sit here for like, literally all day okay and just talk and talk and talk and not stop talking and it's because we connect on such a deep level where like we feel comfortable enough around each other to tackle any kind of topic and I feel like I really noticed who I have that connection with during my time in COVID yeah no it's so true Chloe like again like uh, our podcast episode like if I wasn't gonna cut it like this thing could go on for two hours but um it's so true like you just having and and realizing who those people are that you have a deeper connection with is so special and especially something as traumatic as this that the whole world has been going through it's just it makes that relationship all the more special um but okay so I'm you know we're gonna get to the end here but uh I think we're just gonna talk a little bit about our biggest lessons that we both learned so Chloe um and I'll go after you but what is the biggest lesson that you've learned from COVID, um, you know, throughout these past 
two years? Um, I think, I don't know if there's just one, so I guess I'll just speed around name a few. But the first one I can think of is honestly just don't take anyone or anything from gran- for granted and always tell people you love them because we are very lucky that like, you know, yeah, it was, it is terrible. Like we have lost so much like throughout this pandemic things people etc but we you and I Hannah are so lucky that we're healthy we're so lucky that we're you know for the most part happy we have families who love us and not everyone is so lucky so I think that's the first thing is that you don't take anything for granted and to just you know tell people what they mean to you um and I think my second one is kind of just learn to learn more about yourself learn how to learn more about yourself learn how to love spending time with yourself and get to know yourself on a deeper level because honestly I learn more about myself every single day and I learn the most about myself when I'm just sitting in my room and thinking about things that have happened to me that day who I connected with what I enjoyed what I don't like and honestly it was such a blessing in that sense to just kind of figure out who I am as a person so I think those two things would be my biggest lessons that I've learned those are really really good lessons and I couldn't agree more like those are definitely the two biggest lessons that I've learned as well um and I I will add this I learned that you really have to take everything day by day because the tomorrow could be so different from the day that you're on and and yesterday was way different too than than what today is, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, it, it it it's it was extremely frustrating at first, not knowing what the next day was going to bring, and not knowing when the end was going to come, not knowing when the vaccine was going to come out. You know, it, it was extremely frustrating, and it, it's honestly stressful even looking back at that situation. Um, but you know, this past year kind of forced us to relax a bit and say, you know what. Let's just take a step back, take a breather. Um, you know, let's just kind of take a look at this. It's out of our hands. It's out of our control. So you have to, you have no choice but to take it day by day. I can plan as much as I want to be prepared. But in the end, if anything, this this pandemic has taught us that, unfortunately, sometimes you can't prepare for absolutely everything, which as much as we may want to control that aspect in our lives, because trust me, I, I I wish I could be prepared for everything, but that's not how life goes. So um, yeah, biggest lesson I've probably learned was take everything day by day. And um, if something's meant to happen, it'll happen. And there's this aspiration, surprise, surprise, found it on TikTok. And um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm, I believe in um, manif- manifesting and, and aspirations and all that, but it's something, how does it go? It's like, I don't chase, I attract what belongs to me will simply find me. And guys, ever since I heard that, I've been saying it over and over in my head. Cause I truly believe like something is going to happen. Um, I don't know. You can call me crazy, but I, I kind of believe in that stuff. But anyway, another big thing is manifesting. I feel like is something that, um, not everyone that maybe that's not everyone's thing but I've I feel like that's something that's great and journaling oh I definitely believe in that too what what you think about and what you speak into your existence is what you're gonna create for yourself and if you attract negative things or if you think about negative things you're going to attract them and if you think about positive things you're going to attract them and that all ties back into how badly we felt at the beginning of this pandemic because we were like only dwelling on our sadness but when we decided to do things to help ourselves out that's when we really started to become happier and 
obviously things are so much better now thank god but um honestly I think the big part of that is like the way that we flipped our attitudes around and things are so much better now we can see our friends we can go places hopefully we are seeing the end of this but you know worst case scenario don't knock on I really don't want this to happen but let's say there is another lockdown like at least now we have the tools that we've created for ourselves to keep ourselves in a good mental space very well said Chloe like about the tools because it's so true because we've obviously learned from everything in the past two years and again um, we'll definitely cover that in a whole other episode because there's definitely a lot that we can research and give to you guys as tools if you really struggle with mental health, but also just from our past experiences. But yeah, anyway, um, that is where I will leave off today's episode. That was such a good conversation, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. It was a really good conversation. I feel like it was a very important topic to tackle for your first episode because you know, I feel like that's on the forefront of everyone's minds, but I can't wait to be back and talk about some juicier topics with you. Guys, you haven't even like heard the most of it either. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, this was more of like a, I, yeah, more curious, investigative, like more, um, more, more deeper conversation, I'd say, but we're going to get into some juicy stuff later on, which I'm so excited. Like, tell me why I've already planned out these episodes. You already know Chloe is going to be, like, making guest appearances probably, like, every other episode. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's it, there's there may be a bit of favoritism, but whatever. Of course. I want to thank you so much for listening. Like, if you've gotten to the end of this podcast, like, love you. That's amazing. Um, but stick around for more episodes because you already know I'll be pushing these out as fast as I can. Um, and yeah, and just stay updated with my life and with this podcast and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.